0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration Event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
1: Hey, thank you very much for downloading our uh, second episode of Ultimate Couch Fans. I'm Christian O'Connell. With me is Brian Lacey, as always. Uh, We are so excited. We launched last week, and uh, this is all new territory for us. Uh, But thank you so much for your tweets. Your Facebook posts. Thank you very much for downloading it. Um, you know, as we go along, we're going to learn what we're doing and make changes as we go along. And uh, but uh, thank you so much. We we're both kind of stunned and overwhelmed by well, the response. We had last at week. least
2: two or three very excited phone calls between yeah. each other as tweets were coming. We read them all. We uh, uh, yeah. We and then we'd pick the phone up and that just get our blood flowing. Yeah. We couldn't wait. We could have done a show straight away on Wednesday, yeah. couldn't we? Now
1: it's great. I've been doing radio for like 19 years to so come and do something different um, where you can talk. Uh, Great length about people in cages.
2: Self-indulgent length, let's be honest. It's amazing.
1: Um, so a couple of things that we really need people to do. If you're downloading the shows and getting into them to support the show, the most important thing we need to do to keep it going uh is we need you to rate and review the show on iTunes. Put your name on there as well because I'm gonna start to thank you as we go through the shows. Absolutely. Give you some credits. If you put your name on there, but rate and review it, uh, that'd be fantastic. And also we are in the next couple of months, we're gonna be doing some of these live. And if you do go and rate and review, I think the least we can do is give some of you some free tickets as well. Absolutely. Uh, So thank you for supporting the show. So please rate and review it. But we have a stacked show today. Uh, There are two fight cards this weekend. Two UFCs. But two UFCs. (laughs) There's the Ultimate Fighter finale and an amazing main card on that. Then there's UFC 213, which is all about Bobby Knuckles for us. Oh, my God. We've got Hero and Villain of the Week. Uh, We've got a couple of emails that have come in with your fight questions
2: and making his debut. Making making his debut. Dave, you're weighing in at...
1: We always said this show is Brian and I who are just two fans, okay? We are two fans and uh, we have a fan coming on the show today. He is a 14-year-old schoolboy <laughs> who, uh, called the Samster, and uh, he is coming on and he's going <laughs> to represent the, the younger fans. The
2: next generation. Mate, we, we yeah. are literally handing the torch over. We are. We are the fading fans. We, uh, we, we hate to because admit it. we
1: always think it's people like us getting into it and being into it and have been with it a long time, but we forget about the teenagers who are getting into it now. So he's coming on. Uh, the... the the time we're recording this, uh, we've especially had to do it so that as soon as he gets back from school, we can chat to him. And then we've got half an hour window, he's got a wolf down his tee, and he goes out <laughs> to have his, have his kids' kyokushinkai karate class. <laughs> um,
2: so not only is he 14-year-old and MMA fan, but he could kick both of our asses. He, he basically. He's
1: Sam Sturt, the real karate kid, and uh, he's going to be our new correspondent, so he's making his debut as Superb. well. Superb. Now, I know you've, you've come back from Russia...
2: Poland, mate. It was uh, was, yeah with ACB to the Russian promotion, but we were in Gdansk in Poland, which is where the UFC are going to be in October uh, for ACB 63. The the town is beautiful, mate. And the arena, mind blowing. It was one of the, um, I think it must be fairly newly built, but beautiful arena. And then we had a good night of fights as well.
1: I'm, I'm so fantastic. I, I saw as well. Luke Barnett did a, a, another great win for him. Oh
2: my god! Man. And now he's fighting Scott. That's going to happen. Scott Askin Well, it's uh, it's not officially been signed, but let's just let me just say from uh, inside the ACB, because the the cogs are turning pretty fast to make it that happen be. in September. Now, Luke, this is this is the thing for me. Me and Luke have uh, commentated on ACB a yeah. bit. The first night, me and Luke, we went to Georgia. This was my first commentary gig. This was over a year ago for ACB. We landed, and I've never met the guy. I've spoken to him a couple of times on other podcasts but obviously he's a big guy he's he's a monster in the cage never met him uh and the, the first night we get there we land five in the morning we get picked up this is in Georgia okay so we get picked up we go through the airport we've both never been to this country before as we walk through the gate waiting for us with a sign is a police officer saying Barnett
1: <laughs> That's not what you want, is it? That's a welcome not... <laughs> committee to take him in. Is he like a lethal weapon? He's got to report himself but, to the authorities. This is
2: so he's six foot eight. Okay, he's six foot eight, and they brought. But basically, ACB booked. They didn't book us a taxi. They booked us a police car for our first gig. We got back in the back of a. This is the first time we've ever met. Back of a police car to get driven to the hotel in Georgia, in a country we've never been to. Nobody speaks English. are not you drawing more attention
1: to yourself <laughs> like that?
2: Wow, what an introduction to big. And he's a lovely guy he's a, as well. He's a but this is—he this, won't thank me for saying this as well because we got to the hotel and it was uh, it was five in the morning and they'd forgotten to book a room for us so we had to sit up all night and this was this is this was a bonding experience we're now yeah. we're now really close friends really good friends Um so we sat up in the morning we chatted away all the way through the night till they got a room ready and at about twelve thirty in, in, in the afternoon they said to us Barnett Lacey we've we've got your room ready and then she just paused and she went there is one problem there's only one bed.
1: It's like planes, trains and automobiles now.
2: <laughs> it truly is. So I ended up having to share a bed on our first time hey, i ever met. What goes met... on in Georgia stays in Georgia. Where's this story going? <laughs> anyway, listen,
1: to cut a long story short, Luke's now pregnant.
2: Luke is not we're, we're expecting our first. <laughs> Your <laughs> life partners. It's a great thing. I hey, think it's, it's lovely. It's 2017, mate. Welcome to the new generation. It's very good. But I did take a little, try and take a selfie of, of us in bed together and he gave me, like we were laughing and giggling at this fact, the fact that we were in, in bed together and uh, I put the phone to take the selfie in, he just turned and looked at me he didn't even say a word but those eyes said put that phone down right now right, right, now, right, now. right now but yeah so he great performance took on Max Nunes last uh, the weekend knocked him out knocked out a massive light heavyweight yeah and looks like he's coming back down for middleweight for one fight uh, against Scott Askin which would be amazing
1: and what's the rumours about coming over to um England in the summer. Are they, is it true that they might try and be rushing something this month, or this, is that
2: this is very true? Keep your eyes in. In fact, just just go on Sheffield Arenas uh, <laughs> think because they they released it without us releasing it. So uh, it looks like July twenty second. Keep your eyes open. We may well ninety nine point nine 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 percent be in Sheffield Arena with a uh, world title fight and some massive names so coming if, if to Sheffield. If some of you are
1: relatively new to sports, so you know about UFC and you might have heard us talking about Bellator last week as well. A really good. Uh, organization is acb and if you go online look at some of the fights it's mainly a highlight reel of beasts knocking each other out <laughs> seriously it's quite an organization right uh, the, the very good thing is while we're also super super excited then as this is us as fans and chatting to you as fans uh, we, we will want your questions each week for fight mail and we've got a couple of brilliant ones uh the email address is oc at ultimate this first one is an amazing one this comes from uh, donna And Donna wants to know, uh, if you had to persuade a friend to be a UFC fan and you could only show them one fight, Wow! which fight would it be? Donna, that's an outstanding question. I never thought about it like that. I normally hate being asked, pick one song, pick one movie. Yeah,
2: what's your favourite TV series, all that sort of stuff. But But this... This is a good question. So th- Donna. Th-
1: thanks to Donna doing this, I went down a bit of a wormhole last night because the great thing is everything you ever need to know is on YouTube now, isn't it? About anything. Yeah. So actually, you can go on and watch some of these really old UFC fights. All the fights are there. And I started. I, I, I went and watched uh, Chuck versus Wanderlei Silva. Oh my goodness. Uh, from UFC <laughs> seventy-seven. To- T- ten years ago, <laughs> yeah. when they just stood in front of each other and punched each other hard in the face. Yeah,
2: who's the hardest man from Pride in the UFC? That like? was
1: uh, Fight of the Year, 2007. That's a great one. Uh, Edgar, um, Frankie Edgar versus Grey Maynard. Oh, I watched
2: any of the three fights any of the they three had. Fights. But number two for me in particular was just, just to watch a man take such a beating in yeah. that first round and then come back to, to make it a draw. Yeah. Show that that epitomised Frankie Edgar, but also the sport.
1: Yeah, that, that was brilliant. And then I, I kind of whittled it down to three. Uh, there's, uh, talking about tough this weekend, Forrest Griffin versus Stefan Bonner. Well, that is the original start, isn't it? What that's, an that's, insane fight. I could watch that any time. It still makes me happy. This the Just incredible fight. The spirit in both of them. In the end, of course, they were fighting for only one of them to be given a contract. In the end, Dana had no choice. He gave both of them a contract. <laughs> Two great guys. An amazing fight as well. Uh, but for me, it's uh, Hendo versus Shogun Rua. What an insane fight. Still the fight that all fights will be judged against.
2: Oh, well, it's, it's, you just walked in on me watching that. So I was yeah. waiting for you at the studio, and, and I did the same thing as you. That Donna, the question is amazing. Also, represent, I love it. The first question we've had on an yep. MMA podcast is from a lady. Thank yeah. you very, very much. Um, so I went down the same wormhole, and looking at a question, I was thinking about, because my favorite fight would be Robbie Lawler versus... uh, See? uh yeah, J- I forgot McDonald's, that. Rory McDonald's. Yeah. but if I'm trying to persuade someone that one's
1: brutal it's too bloody I think you know what it's like Brian it's like a first date yeah alright this is exactly what I was thinking you can't get down to the fucking until later (laughs) on and that fight was a kind of brutal fucking (laughs) alright so you've got to go. You can't be a slag on that first Mate, fight. You, can't, okay? you
2: cannot. You cannot no. drop your drawers to that. But yeah. the uh, just the image at the end where oh. Robbie Lawler's got his lip split and he's scream, and even the, the fourth round where he spits blood like a bull out of his nose. For me, it shows everything about the sport: the 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 the, uh, the brutality, the beauty, the guts, uh, the the absolute just rawness of what this sport really is. But that's too much to but show. Pushing someone through on the, first the endurance
1: hit. of what should be physically possible between oh, to totally, two people.
2: Totally. And Rob, and that face of because uh, that was the first. Time that uh McDonald walked, walked out to his new nickname, the Red King. Yeah, and then that is that picture afterwards with him just dripping with blood. I
1: think that fight changed both of those guys oh, as well, forever, mentally forever. and physically. Forever. I don't think either would always remember that that what they had in there.
2: I can I can I remember that. I was emotionally drained from yeah. watching that. So can yeah. you imagine? That last fifth round when when finally uh McDonald crumbled after that f- another punch to the nose, it was stunning, but it's too much for that first day. Yeah. So that's why I brought it back. I exactly the same as you. Yeah. Shogun versus Henderson it had everything yeah. absolutely everything well they, they were
1: on the feet they were kicking they were punching it went to the ground it was it was brilliant really the, really good the, fight the
2: important thing as well for me in that, that fight is that it's two people that have been instrumental through generations of the sport so yeah. I think if you watch that fight as a first you could then jump back to Pride and see them performing there and then also yeah. you've got the UFC they history. fights they've got they've got a history they've been yeah, pivotal
1: uh, let us know what you think uh, in answer to that question so which one UFC fight would you show to someone you've only got one fight to show to them uh, this uh, is another really Really, really good question as well, so uh, thank you very much to Donna for that awesome one, I think I might ask that to all future guests that come on uh, this one is from Luke Johnson uh, if Connor comes back to the UFC what do you think he does for me it's quite an easy one, we are going to do a uh, Connor McGregor Floyd Mayweather special, a stand alone show about that, Standalone show about that because it deserves so much to be pulled totally. apart And but all we we'll would say on that is I think Connor will come back and I think the only fight that uh, really makes sense for him money wise Bear in mind he's coming he's coming off a nine figure payday <laughs> it's got to be uh personally for me i think in, in terms of the money and what were you've of a really big fight it's Nate Diaz 3 mm
2: without a doubt it's, it's the money fight it is the money fight that by that company needs by the end of the needs. year November, December that's what they want even New Year's Eve yeah. maybe, maybe that New Year's Eve got the yeah. big card they put on at the end of the year he has come out and said and Dana White said he's, he's asked for Khabib in Russia which is just nuts I can't see that I, <laughs> I think that's maybe just something he said I can't oh see him God. I can't see him wanting that he's uh, he said that, uh, that but that sounds but in like, terms of
1: the pay-per-view, pay-per-view there's not a big enough audience it's, he's all about the money he you is know? totally about and, the money and, and, and that and also, Nate Diaz 3 for the lightweight title boom it's not just Dana's decision it's just new owners they yeah. want they want to make their money from this four billion they shelled out there aren't enough people around the world connor right now is one of the most famous sports people in the world and he needs a big name to fight him oh absolutely and can he be yeah for fight fans great but in terms of really big pay-per-views no, it's it, about
2: nate diaz for nate the third diaz, fight nate diaz all yeah, day long. that's
1: what we want to see so luke that's uh, that's the uh, the answer to that question all right let's get into the first of the two events this weekend uh, and it's all about tough the Ultimate Fighter Finale. Tough 25.
2: Tough 25. I, I, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched much of the actual series, but the card they've put on for the finale, I'm tuning in all day long.
1: Yeah, it's all about Michael uh, Johnson, who is a fantastic fighter, but making his UFC debut is a beast.
2: Yeah. Justin, let's get this pronunciation right. Chi. Gagey. Chi. Yeah, Gagey. So, uh, former World Series of Fighting champion, yeah. nicknamed the highlight for... A very easy reason. Yeah. Un- undefeated through his amateur career, undefeated in his pro career. But if you if you look at it as seventeen and zero, you think, oh, that must be easy. He makes every single fight a war. He's he's come out and said, I don't care about CTE, I don't care nope. about brain damage. I will literally just lay it on the line, and it says it all. The fact that he's debuting and he's taking on Michael Johnson first of all, who's yeah, a it's top. not it's not an easy fight, not an easy seriously. Fight that,
1: that's a really tough matchup. And I tell you what, that lightweight division is, is deep and rich in talent as well. Um, I was the, so in his world series uh, of fighter, which he's come from, uh, ten of his uh, the last ten opponents, only one has made it the distance with him. Yeah, and it's not just he's got phenomenal knockout power, and the way he just once he gets you up against the cage, he just goes to town. That's where he really comes alive. It's also how he uses that single collar tie, yeah, and holds them behind the head, and then just pummels them. Then there's the leg kicks. He actually gets stoppages from leg kicks. <laughs> you don't see that much these days from leg kicks. He he's actually got- stops opponents not from knocking out just from the brutal leg kicks. Even when he's in a clinch, he's still using that inside leg kick sometimes. Yeah. It's he's just a ri- relentless pressure. You know, those fighters who don't care about eating five yeah. to get two of those. Without a he's doubt. old school. Uh, he's he's crash bang wallop kind of fighter. He's
2: uh, he's he, yeah yeah he quite literally is. He's he, he's just exciting. This he's such a big signing. If you want to go back and watch one of his fights, one of the uh, the most exciting. First of all, he's been in there with people like Melvin Gillard and beating them. But Louis pa- Louis Palomino, the first time he fought him, which was uh, the World Series of Fighting nineteen. Go back and treat yourself to that fight because yes. it's an absolute. Yeah, I've seen war. that. It's amazing. A war.
1: So in terms of our, our predictions for this fight, I I I, I can't say about Gaethje for me. I, I, I,
2: I, even if
1: he doesn't win, and a lot of great fighters who come over from uh, a, a rival outside organization don't win in the fu- in the first fight, Pettis didn't. However, I still think you know anything could happen in a fight. I still think it's his. I think he's got an, a really really exciting future.
2: He's got, he's got a great chin. He's got an yeah. amazing heart for this sport. And uh, he's one of these people. Loads of people will be saying Justin Gaethje now, and they won't know his name. He will be a fan favourite. Give yeah. him two fights in the UFC, he'll be one of the top fan favourites. You'll see him on all the big pay-per-view cards just because of his style.
1: Yeah, I think he's the future of the lightweight division. He's a name to start dropping now, so when everyone else is talking about him, you can go, yeah, I was into him years ago when he, f- when he first came over. When he first came Get over out. the spot, and no one you. knew us. <laughs> <laughs> so start imp- start name dropping it now to, to people. Get just a t
2: shirts now yep. so you can pop them on. Just and, make uh, your own one. Yeah, you're not trying to yeah. buy one for this just weekend. Just put blood on it. That's yeah. all they look like anyway. By the end of a fight,
1: I would even go as far as to say, I don't know if this is his big talk, but I think he's the most exciting prospect in MMA right now.
2: Uh, he's 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 like Eddie Alvarez. He's making yeah. that transition from another promotion where yeah. he's been dominant, exciting, destroyed everybody in him. It's the like pres- a kind of Tyson
1: Estes tear up, oh. just tearing through people. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean out of all the fights this weekend,
2: that's one of them for me. Without a doubt. Uh, that uh, debut uh, is massive.
1: You, you the the the, uh, the ultimate fighter is still trundling on twenty five series in. I have seen this current season. Okay. And Team Dillashaw, who've done really well against Team Cody Garbrandt. Uh, watching it has been quite awkward at times. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I've seen the I've seen enough of the arguing. And I know years ago, that's what you first liked, because it was interesting, but that was a long time ago. It all feels a bit over-familiar now. And, the, you know, I know they came up with the redemption idea as well. So these are fighters who a lot of them have won it before. Yeah. You've got Joe Daddy Stevenson, who, you know, your heart that's bleeds pranky. when you say, <laughs> he shouldn't be fighting anymore. And also you kind of think, where do they go? Whoever wins this weekend. Yeah. You, have you seen all the young lions around now? Yeah, the monsters, They're going to uh, get chewed up by them. Yeah. Yair Rodriguez, and know he lost recently, but there's so much young, exciting yep. talent there. They're going to tear through these these older guys. It's a brutal, unfair it's sport. It's such
2: a... It's so, and it's most unfair on the bodies because when you're a fighter, your mind is still there. You believe yeah. you can still do it, but you watch... I've, I've walked around the, the, the hotel when some of these older fighters have been there. And what are you doing just walking around them. a hotel watching them, Brian?
1: <laughs> every week we get... And when I say... When I say Brian's been to Russia again, shorthand, he's picked up a new bride. There is no ACB commentary. That's okay, no
2: AC- Absolute brides complete. That's what we. That's what we go and do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you're absolutely right. What what do they do if if they lose this one? Then where do they go? But also the ones that win, it's still not 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 an easy path to uh, to reestablish yourself. If you think about
1: all the great fighters that have come through over the years, Bisping. I remember when Bisping was on it. it It's very different, Michael Bisping, than he looks now. (laughs) And they had subtitles. (laughs) Yeah, you patronising Americans. We invented (laughs) this language. (laughs) <laughs> Subtitles on Bisping, but it's a very different Bisping to how he looks now. So before he got his kind of like his makeover yeah. and stuff. will like tell you how old it is. Bisping has got two working eyes.
2: Yeah, that's that's um, you know, how, that's old, how old, it old it is. That is how old it's it is. It's almost
1: like black and white Bisping. It's back in the days fighting at light heavyweight as well. I believe yeah. that was yeah, Crazy. Okay, so this is really exciting now. Making his debut. Uh, Gaethje isn't the only guy making his (laughs) debut right now. On Ultimate Couch Fans, we always said this is about the fans. We have the voice of the younger fans, the new generation of fans. This genuinely is a 14-year-old boy who's just got back from school, uh, who's recently got into the uh, UFC, and he sent me a note saying he's a big fight fan. I said, you know what? It's always guys like us uh, talking about it. It'd be great to get the, the, the voice and the opinions of a younger, the younger fight fans. And so this is the Samster, and uh, he's just going to come on right now. Samster, are you there?
3: Oof. There he is.
1: <laughs> Samster, welcome to Ultimate Couch Fans. Thanks for
3: having me on, O.C.
1: So uh, I'm going to call you the uh, the real karate kid, because once you're done chatting to us tonight... You're actually off to your karate class, aren't you?
3: Straight off, straight after this, mate. And what do you do? I do kushinkai. Ooh.
1: So that's like that's hardcore. That's knockdown karate. That's not
2: that no punches yeah, to the yeah. head, but you can kick to the head. That's right, isn't it?
3: That's it, yeah.
2: <laughs> and how, how long have you been doing that?
3: I've been doing it about a year now. Been, been doing it about a year, so uh, just getting into it.
1: And um, have you had a fight yet? Yeah? Have you done any? Uh, it's like done any tournaments?
3: I actually had my last competition about two weeks ago. <laughs> How would you get on? Went straight for the brown belt, took him out.
1: <laughs> what, what, what belt are you?
3: Um, uh, I've just got my blue. Wow, and you nice. took out a brown belt? Yeah, yeah.
1: What, that's amazing, mate. So is that,
2: was that your first fight?
3: Yeah, first proper competition fight.
1: This is, this is great. Dana yeah, needs this to sign you up. 1-0. and o. yeah, 1-0 yeah. already.
2: Yeah. yeah, looking for a fight or whatever we call it. Let's get yeah. Dana White over
1: yes. here. Come on, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> so tell us then, Sam Stone, how did you get into this uh, exciting sport? When did you first get into it or come across it?
3: Well, it was about probably half a year ago now. My, um, my dad's a massive fan of yours, so he heard you talking about it. So it went from you to my dad my dad to me, so it's a bit like Russian Dolls of UFC, but um, <laughs> I sort of got through it that way.
1: Don't mention those to Brian, Russian Dolls, again, get him excited. Uh, d- <laughs> oh,
3: <God>. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and what was, can you remember, what was the first fight you saw?
3: The first full card that I saw was the Bisping Henderson fight, probably.
1: Yeah, that, that's all right, mate. And uh, why do you like it? Because it is full on, isn't it?
3: Two men in a cage punching each other in the face. What's yeah, okay. Uh,
1: he's answered that one.
3: Okay. <laughs> 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 Box ticked. <laughs> now,
1: when the Samster comes on, uh, he's going to just uh, talk about whatever's on his uh, mind at the moment. So, what do you want to talk about um, today with us?
3: Probably be about Tough and uh, Cody, to be honest.
1: Yeah, off you go. What do you want to say? What's
3: well, the case? What do you think
1: about Cody O.C.? I think he's a great fighter, right? He's, he's yeah. come along and he's a really smart fighter and he took out a stone-cold legend. Mm. All right? Mm-hmm. And I thought his striking. My favourite fighters are the really good smart strikers, which is why I'm excited this weekend about Bobby Knuckles. Oh. Super smart striker and, and again with Cody Garbrandt. Uh, to garp against someone like that and uh, and to beat him is kind of his own his game. His own game, totally. He out, Dominic Cruz, Dominic yeah. Cruz. Yeah. And I thought it was incredible. He fought a, a really smart fight. There was moments of genius in there, it was so good so I like him, however, having watched this series, the more you see, it's it's, been quite, it's been really embarrassing at times
3: I know, he's like a child, isn't he?
1: He is. It's a 14-year-old calling Cody girlfriend (laughs) the the bantamweight champion (laughs) of the world, a child. (laughs) Feel the burn there from The Real Karate
2: Kid. He has gone in.
1: You've gone in harsh there, mate. You've gone in harsh there.
2: Can can I ask you a question about Cody, if that's all right? Um, Yeah, yeah. What's your your thoughts on the neck tattoo, please? What's the younger generation thinking about a neck tattoo? Well, you know in school,
3: or you might still do it now, boys, but where you write a little note to yourself on your hand.
1: Yep, I do. Yeah, stand up yeah, yeah. sometimes. You've got like a new bit or something his... like that. Yeah, it
3: looks like he's done that on his neck and it's just sort of got out of control, has not it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like he's
1: got the marker pens out and he's going to be in detention really for that. It's sort
3: of his shopping list or something up there.
1: Well, he looks, it looks like the, the Burger King tattoo That's around right. his
2: neck.
3: Yeah, it does, doesn't it?
2: And also, is it going to age well? It's not, net tattoos never age well. I've always wondered about Cheryl Cole's whole rosebush on her bottom. I beg your that's, pardon. That's We're talking to a
1: minor, and you're bringing up Cheryl Cole's rosebush? You keep her garden out of this. I am so sorry about this. Come on. You've been calling Childline. childlike. I'm really sorry about this, Sam Stoker.
3: Okay?
1: And what are you making about the... Because he's a very manicured guy, isn't he?
3: Is, have you seen his, uh, his eyebrows?
1: It's hard not to be taken in. <laughs> he's got better eyebrows than my wife. A, do
3: you know what? I think he's actually got them from his girlfriend's makeup bag.
1: Yes, I think maybe he has. Yeah, he's gone and he's definitely yeah. he's done a lot of uh, plucking with those eyebrows.
2: It's for, for someone so butch and carrying a neck tattoo, you think if you're that hard that you're going to neck tattoo yourself up, then yeah. w- you wouldn't be that bothered about a bit of bushy eyebrows, would you? <laughs> It's not yeah. one of those things where you think, oh, no. my neck looks i look hard as nails, but oh, I need to, if I need to bat my eyelids. <laughs> well, well,
1: maybe, maybe he's balancing himself out. He's so macho, he needs to bring on the femininity. So that's why he's done his, his, his eyebrows like that, is to balance himself out. Or maybe
2: it's just regret. Maybe he's seen the neck, he thinks I need to really improve the top end to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to counterbalance that neck stuff that's going on.
1: Have you been watching uh, this, this series, then, Redemption, The Ultimate Fighter? Yeah,
3: yeah, can't wait for the final next week.
1: Yeah, and... Well, this week, actually. Yeah, and uh, what else have you, you got on your mind?
3: Well, I'm thinking, after going to the karate competition, I thought, why isn't there an under-16s Ultimate Fighter?
1: That's a great... A, what, like a kind of tough... Not toddlers, uh, but a junior version, the Ultimate Fighter juniors.
3: Yeah, so anyone under the age of 16... Yeah. So toddlers, your teenagers, anything.
1: And what, you'd all be just locked in a
2: house together?
3: All locked in a house, babysitters looking after it, phone <laughs> charges in the octagon... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Wi-Fi could not handle it, mate. The no, Wi-Fi seriously. alone would tap out, maybe let's that, be honest. Maybe
1: that's what you, they, they win each week, is the right to have Wi-Fi. Yeah, then you'd see teenagers really going for it, yeah. really tearing each other oh, apart. My God. I think maybe you do like a junior version. Why not seniors for over oh, 60-year-olds?
2: We, listen, they've got to let BJ Penn go. We oh! talked about this. No, no, he's gone. Him and Johnny Hendricks. He's Hendrix. gone, mate. Him and he Hendricks. Him, Hendrix, Belfort, Get out. <laughs> no. Get out now. I've had enough of this. I'm not putting up. Last of the summer wine. <laughs> <laughs> Get Vito Belfort rolling down a hill in a barrel. That would be go. wonderful. I'd watch that. I, I would watch that yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, you've turned me around in one sentence. So are you allowed to stay up and watch any of
1: the fights or do you watch them the next day?
3: I normally watch them on record the next day, but there was one time where I'd round my mate's house and I watched it live. Whoa, sleepover. Uh, sleepover. <laughs> sleep a fight sleepover.
1: Sleep sleep yeah. This is great. Which one did you well, stay up and watch?
3: It was Holloway. Aldo Holloway. Nice. So, what a great fight actually? to see. I've sort of, yeah, I've, I've crept across. I've tried to sort of sort out the TV. I've gone down to sit it, and the TV's not working. Nightmare. And I've broken the TV. No. Anyway, the next one, the next like, we watch TV. I'm like, no, nah, I think we'll give it a pass this morning. <laughs> we'll We're in the mood for TV.
1: And who's your who's your favourite fighter in the UFC? Who do you love to watch?
3: I know he gets a bit of stick, but I'm quite a big fan of DC. Um, like I collar, love the fact you said collar. that. You know I what?
2: love the fact you said that.
1: You're a credit
3: to your parents, yeah, my that's friend. that's right. But do you know what? You're right. Why?
1: What's he done wrong? Why are people booing him? That's yep. the world we live on now. Those are the morons that you see leave comments on YouTube videos and block capitals. Oh yeah. He's a he's a, a more than a decent guy. His life story yeah. and what he's been through. Oh my god. And he's so yeah. unfairly treated by moronic fight fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To I, get
2: booed against, we stood next to John just, Jones and for him to get the booze. He
1: didn't crash into a pregnant the, woman. Come on. Oh, no. No, it's 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 heartbreaking. So to hear you say that you like DC and to even feel that like you had to couch with that, I've got an even lot more respect for you, mate. That's I, a I'm going to want to say.
2: I've got to be honest. I'm I'm sat across from Christian now, and he's welling up. He's actually am, welling up. That's a little, that's, a little, bit. That's a little but bit. I, I will the say, say this to, going.
1: Uh, You will learn this. You know, you think being like an England football fan can break your heart? That's nothing compared to the UFC. Come the end of this month, those two fight each other, Jones and DC, uh, and I'm worried about DC. I'm worried of about DC. I'm worried about DC Seriously,
3: as well. I think he's going to win. Oh, Bob, come, come on, on, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. This guy is the real
1: crassy kid. He, he tells it like it is. Sweep the leg. He's gone in there. <laughs> How's he going to win?
3: Did you see the, so the last round of the first Jones and DC fight? Yeah. DC had figured him out, I think. I think he really sort of you he's know, sort of seen oh what dear. he's done. Oh dear. I think listen. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> now listen, Samster. No, this is listen, because you're 14 and hit I'm gonna hit you now with this is gonna be like a TED talk. When you're your age, yeah, you say all this kind of stuff because your brain is growing. Okay? You don't know much. He's gonna figure John Jones out. i tell you what he's figured out about John Jones. He can't beat him, he doesn't stand a <laughs> chance. <John. laughs> John Jones
2: has come back even more powerful. He looks even more aggressive. Well, this, this, this is the thing, the factor. Look, Sam, I'm, I'm sticking up for you as well on this. I, th- I think Thank DC you. is less intimidated in this time around. I also think the mm. factors outside the cage with John Jones sadly losing his mum and still going through a fight camp, continuing with this. That's an X factor. You never know how no, anyone's going to come out. there's no X that.
1: factor with this guy. Go on. Here, no, no, I'm not saying that it won't uh, affect him losing his mum, but this guy's made of something else. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. He's made of something else. It's going to be brutal. Yeah, I, th- I, just... I don't even see it go in the distance, guys. Really? No, th- I oh don't. I, honestly, I'm worried about your Samster. I'm worried about Brian. I'm constantly worried about Brian, right. but I'm worried about the Samster.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to sit up and watch this one, aren't we? Yes, we, we are. Yeah, right. But you ain't, you ain't coming <laughs> around
1: ours and breaking our TV. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, Samster, I know we've got to let you go now. You've got to have your tea, and then you've got to go off to your uh, knockdown Kyoko class. But listen, Samster, the real karate kid, that's a strong debut, my friend. Uss. Well done. Us! There he is, everyone. Uss. The real karate kid. See you later, Samster. He just hang up <laughs> on us.
2: Just hang up
1: on us. Either that or his flat lines, one know or what? the other. Kids today. They're all off their nut and meow meow. <laughs> okay, before we get into UFC 213, uh time for a quick fire round. Uh, this is where we're going to talk about our heroes and villains of the week. If you ever want to send us yours, email address is OC at ultimatecouchfans.com Brian they're still with your hero of the week who's it for you
2: hero well this this uh, it's one of those what do you go for there was a couple of moments that I thought that really stood out so obviously Matt Hughes there's uh, he's opened his eyes he's off a ventilator now that's amazing stuff Tonya Evinger taking that fight with Cyborg the Invicta 135 yeah. champion just just all guts just said yep. I'll take it but this for me it's much more serious one and um, no, it's not much more serious than Matt Hughes
1: survived yeah, how do you go how <laughs> do you go more serious than that what makes that look like light-hearted. Oh,
2: well, it's not lighthearted, but I think I just think this is a brave move and it's something that they're backing up. California State Athletic Commission and now uh, they've stopped Henan Burrell competing at 135 because he missed weight against uh, Dillashaw for his last fight. He Good. didn't make weight. He was ill and he never even made the fight, to be honest. Um, they've now done a thing where they've instilled a 10-point system where you're going to be monitored in weight and because he missed weight last time, they don't deem it safe him coming back to the state, so he's going to have to fight at 140. Right decision. So just for me, weight cutting, after seeing how athletic do it after seeing how dangerous it is. It is the most dangerous part of our sport. People, people that just tune in for the Saturday night fights do not see what the hell go they go through on the Thursday night to make weight for Friday. So anything that makes that side of the sport safer, California State Athletic Commission, you are my heroes.
1: I'd still say that uh, Matt Hughes blinking <laughs> isn't. I mean, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Can you email me yours before we do? The- <laughs> <laughs> um, my uh, hero of the week is is, is, is Yeah, well now uh, Max Hughes is blinking. Now listen. Um, losing weight Helen, it's a tough one. It's a it's a tough Helen one. Helen remember can eat the Burger King. You know, let's, yeah, yeah, let's, yes, let's yeah, do this on. Um, my hero of the week is Nigel Benn.
2: Oh Oh come on! You're gonna you're to call this, mate. Let's-
1: Let me tell you this, right. So uh, Ben's been trying to have a rematch with with, with Chris Eubank. Yeah, they're both in their fifties, by the way. Small yeah. footnote. And uh, Eubank, it just hasn't happened. Steve Collins, uh, a, a guy who who beat Ben and uh, Eubank, has said he's up for it. Uh, they're <laughs> in their fifties. Right? It's ridiculous. I spoke to Come uh, on. I spoke to Dominic Barker, former middleweight world champion, and uh, he said that he'd spoken to Nigel, and uh, Nigel said that when he was fighting back in his heyday, he had a lot of very good times. Was he, it a hundred percent?
2: He did enjoy himself. He re- bef- before right. he found Christ, really, he found yeah. quite a lot. Really of Really enjoyed things. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stall
1: yeah. was a phenomenal fighter. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the photos. He's still in great shape. And he said now that he's clean, he's even he's even fitter. He's in his 50s, I know, but let's yeah. go with it. So, it's unlikely to get a proper uh, licence because they're both in their 50s. However, Nigel has said they don't need it. They're going to have the fight anyway. Oh, my God. What, in a spoons? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Where? Anywhere. Anywhere. Where? Anywhere. Anywhere. Little, little car park. Yeah. Let's do it. So, But what, I, I love the fact that, you know, what competitive spirit then for Nigel Ben? He can't let go. He says he wants closure. They fought years ago. Oh my Let it
2: go. This, that, You see, this, this is re- if they do do it in a car park, it will save them fitting a standard stairlift to the ring for either side, though, won't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean,
1: the, the fight, you know, on the ring it could be sponsored by Saga Holidays. <laughs> you know? Were there's originals yes. on their
2: trunks. <laughs> that's it.
1: Uh, so Nigel went <laughs> for uh, still having in his fifties the oh, fighting spirit.
2: You legend, mate. You le- and Steve Collins as well for yeah. saying yes. I'm great fighters in, in their day.
1: Yep. The heyday of British boxing is coming back now. We've got some oh, great fighters love again. It. But I'm telling you now, when we were all young fight fans. You know, you they used to show those fights in the pubs, and the pubs would stop for like those kind of amazing fights. Eubank and Ben and Steve Collins, they put on some great fights for us. Uh, just maybe not such so great deal in your fifties, but the fact Ben said we we'll just have it anyway,
2: just do it. We don't just... We're, yeah, don't need a commission. We're fully grown men. No one's telling yeah. us what to
1: do. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Uh, who's your villain of the week?
2: Villain of the week. Well, this is this is. I don't. Know. It's villain. Stroke criminals, stroke somebody who maybe should have some sort of restraining order on them. Somebody has uh, bid fifteen thousand oh dollars for Justine Kish's soiled pants from the last UFC. Do you know what this is? Fifteen thousand dollars for some shitty Nickies. My goodness me, it's, it's wrong.
1: It's it's it's, it's several shades of wrong. <laughs> Because here's the thing, right? Everyone these days, if you've got some kind of kink, you can go online and have that, you know, do your thing, itch that scratch, all right? But you keep it to your hard drive, yeah. Okay, (laughs) keep it to your deleted history. Yeah, that's right? right. You don't go public and let everyone know you want to. You want to buy that, yeah. That guy, the was going to know that guy. Any future job interview, you are gonna have a quick Google search. Don't, let, don't no, get him up from reception. No. And don't, for crying out loud, shake his hands that's, as well.
2: That's right. What do you mean What do you mean he wants the desk by the toilet? No chance. Leave. This, go.
1: this poor Justine K- uh, Kish story about her uh, accidentally sorting herself in the cage doesn't go away, I'm afraid. Because uh, have you seen that uh, it looks like Dane has given her... A discretionary bonus. <laughs> if he's handing out those, I'm quite happy to jump in that cage and shit myself <laughs> and go, Where's my 60 G's, baby? Come on, baby. Come on, where's my so 60 G's? Knockout of the Yeah,
2: there we go. Uh, okay. Yours, mate. Well, who's your villain for this week?
1: Villain of the week has been the reaction from the Pacquiao fight against Horn. I've watched the fight twice. So I watched it, first of all, and thought, crikey, that's daylight robbery. I watched it again, but with the the sound down, and you see it slightly differently. Sure. And I know that there are some... Boxing organisations that start to do that in this country now experiment with the judges watching it with noise cancelling headphones, yeah. and you see a different fight because when you're watching it with with the crowd, uh, any uh, punches that uh, Pacquiao start to throw, they're going nuts because it's their guy. Yeah. However, those aren't necessarily connecting, and so I thought it was a really tight fight, but I don't think it deserved quite. And I know this is very controversial. A lot of people probably going to say I'm nuts. Watch it again with the sound down. Um, I think. It's very close. It could have gone either way, but I don't think think it was daylight robbery of the stuff that kind of happened to um, Manny when he fought Bradley. Um, I, 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 yeah. I, and also what people have forgotten the fact is that Manny Pacquiao for about five or six rounds looked like a shot fighter. Really? The old, do you remember those fantastic flurries he used to just non-stop work rate? They weren't really there anymore. He looked old. He looked tired. And if you're Conor McGregor, you're going to hope that Mayweather is going to come out like that. Yeah. I don't think he will. No. Uh, but and, and also, you, you, I think you're taken away from uh, Horn. What a great heart he showed at the end of the ninth round when he looked like he was out. The referee goes over to his corner and says. If you, if you don't do something next round yeah, said, I'm my, taking him out
2: my job is to protect yeah. you and he said let me fight yeah. and he says, show me something in go, his, and came his, back his, out. his
1: corner team said if you won't if you won't throw in the towel I will stop this fight yeah. you've got to give me something
2: great referee he should be a hero as yeah. well what a legend so uh, he comes
1: out and he does and the last two rounds he dug deep and he definitely won those last two rounds what I, what I did like Teddy Atlas is a legend Teddy Atlas used to train Tyson he, yeah. he actually squared up to Tyson they fell out he actually squared up to Tyson and quit training him over a huge fallout Teddy Atlas's book is a fantastic read as well. If you, you want to go a good boxing book, read Teddy Atlas's book. This show is about passionate fans. Teddy Atlas is a passionate fan. I might not agree with everything he said here, but that's what being a fan is, is hearing other fans out. Have a listen to this. This is just after they've just announced the verdict, right? Ringside out of the fight. Listen to Teddy Atlas. Get off the fence, Teddy. Tell us what you think. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to mince words. That stupid practice in the States where some idiot decided to give trophies to everybody. Just for a good effort instead of saying oh guy won guy lost and you deal with it you learn it's part of growing up it's part of life they give everybody a trophy that's what they did tonight they gave a trophy a win a huge win to horn the local kid for trying hard you're not supposed to get it for trying hard you're supposed to get it for winning (laughs) And I thought Pacquiao won the fight. If you go by the real rules, the markers of Queensberry rules, who lands the cleaner punches?
1: Couple of things about that: one, the passion there; two, his mic shield—they must have had to clean that up because he's spitting all <laughs> over it. And it felt like—you know—you get those emails in block caps. That's what that was. But he's—he's he's making his point. He actually then went up to Horn afterwards, confronts him on camera. You know, and his face is battered. Okay. Wow. And he says you're stand-up guy. I won't do the voice. You stand-up guy. <laughs> you stand-up guy. But I'm telling you, you didn't win that fight. I just did didn't win that fight. I want Dana White to bring him over to the UFC. <laughs> I think I can't get enough of shouty Teddy Atlas. Don't ever cut Teddy Atlas up in traffic.
2: Oh man!
1: I away! Educate! Educate! So, um, uh, yeah, that's our heroes and villains of the week.
0: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're say between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare insurance plans at
3: uh1.com.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Let's get back to the fights. Okay, let's talk about uh, another massive UFC fight card this weekend, UFC 213. I'll be honest with you, uh, I was so upset when I heard the Lawler Cowboy fight was off. Yep, it was almost like it was too good to be true. But now I hear it's
2: 214. 214.
1: Indeed. 214 uh, is, which is great news. It will happen. Uh, I hope nothing happens to that fight, that they, they really do get to do it, because that is that would be an amazing fight.
2: When we were saying at the start with Donna's question, when we said, which fight would you suggest? I would almost pick that one. Yeah. Which I would future pick, fight a, is, is going to be yeah, an all-time yeah, classic? Even future, just say, yeah, there yeah. will be a fight in a couple of weeks' time. That is the one to watch. There's no way that, that can be a dull fight.
1: There is a lot to look forward to on UFC t- uh, 213, even though Lawler isn't fighting. Uh, for me, it's about... Robert Whittaker, Bobby Knuckles.
2: A.K.A. Bobby
1: Knuckles. Like I said earlier, (laughs) I think he's a super smart striker. I mean, when you saw him, how he demolished. What a a smart fight plan. He took apart Jacare Sousa. He's one of the world's best grapplers. And Robert Whittaker was so cool and calm in there. Even when Jacare did get his back, he didn't do what a lot of fighters do, where they freak out. Like, oh, my God. I'm going to get choked out. It's Jackery Souza, And they're kind of overwhelmed by the legend before and doing the worst thing where they tense up. He just relaxed. He just shrugged him off. And if you looked at how he uses his jab so well, you know, when he faints and how he comes lunging in with it and how he switches levels. And souza has got a, you know, a big right hand on him. The moment he would come in, he would be moving out the way, circling away. So that he was nowhere near that right hand. A really smart fight. Uh, but he's taken on someone who appears to have come out of a Marvel movie. <laughs> he, he looks like he's been drawn. He's you, so strong. Have you seen
2: the pictures this week of him yep. before weighing in? This is yep. like bef- before he's got one of the most ridiculous bodies. He's also, I think he's thirty-nine. Yep. one of the most ridiculous bodies in the UFC did get busted, but that overturned uh, uh, for supplements. Um, uh, yeah, tainted supplements. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what a surprise! Okay. Surprise. Yeah. Um, but he uh, he's taken on Robert Whittaker. And for me, the evolution of Whittaker since he. Moved up. I remember he was yeah. in the, the toughest the smashes. That's right. And then he was uh, uh, he, he was welterweight, and then yeah. he's moved up to middleweight. And I, I thought that was a bad move because he fought Clint Hester to start with, and he's a monster. He looks like he looks very similar to Romero. Not skilled, but he's worked big his strong way up. middleweight, big strong middleweight. Brad Tavares he beat as well. Who's, yeah. who's a, that was a scrap. Uh, Brunson that was an amazing fight down under down yeah. there, and then to Souza to get the title shot. So he's just grown and grown. On me and, and uh, as a fighter in the cage as well, He's just exciting, mate. He's very, very cool, man.
1: Yeah, but up against Romero, mm. this feels like because the middleweight division has been a bit of a mess, and that's not Bisping's fault. Bisping dis- it's Bisping's fault, man. It, it, all right. it's it is, totally is Bisping's, Bisping's fault. Bisping's fault. <laughs> He's our guy, but it is, isn't it?
2: It's totally You know, but he might play. be fighting GSP
1: at the end of the year, so in the meantime. Uh, yeah,
2: just, think that, but, well, just They, they yeah. were going to force him to fight uh, yeah. R- Romero, and then suddenly this magic knee injury popped yeah, up. I and, uh, I'd and have one of those. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, knee. Oh, I've got I've lost my other eye. Yeah. Come on, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah.
1: I, uh, I think smart decision.
2: And uh, I don't know who he'll fight for his last fight, but it looks like it'll be GSP, and then one more, and then, well, and then Bisping's done.
1: Either GSP or he fight, or Bisping will fight the winner of this fight.
2: Well. That is a scary proposition for because he was supposed to Either. fight Whitaker before. Yeah. Do you remember he went down? It was it was on a card down under, I think, and. Um Uh, yeah, he was supposed to fight Whitaker, and something happened and it changed. He got a different opponent uh, and I think he dodged a bullet there, to be honest, because I don't think he would have got the Luke Rockhold title shot.
1: There's a slight similarity. They're both very skilled kickboxers. Yeah. And what they don't do is they don't waste a lot of energy trying to knock your head off. It's very controlled. It's a lot of pace and power and accuracy. If you look at that brilliant left hook uh, that Bisping... Uh, had been training for a couple of weeks with Jason Prido when he knocked out Luke Rockhold again. He had a game plan and he executed it really well. Stunning. Whitaker did the same, and uh, for me, I'd love Bobby Knuckles to win. However, that is a tough fight because look what look at the last eight fights. Of Yoma Romero, he snaps people into. Oh All right, he, look, look, look! what he did to Chris Wyman with that flying. How can a guy that big jump up in the air and knee you in the old,
2: head? That old, I can barely bend down to pick up the remote yeah. control at the age of thirty-eight. Yeah, and uh, and he's doing flying knees. He's just a scary dude. But even his voice, the way he yeah. talks, the whole mystique about him. He's uh, and he's he's an animal. He's an absolute animal. But I it's think- an exciting
1: fight. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going for Robert Whitaker. I think he's the kind of guy who could take it to a decision and be very smart. Stay away from the back of the cage. And he he, he dealt with Souza came in for the takedown a lot. He used his front kick and that rear kick really well to kind of keep the distance apart yeah. and move around well. I think he would execute a good game plan, but that is a tough fight because at any moment, Romero looks like he's doing nothing. Yeah. And then he just. Descends out of the skies or something.
2: So <laughs> like, how does he get up there? I, I I think from my point of view is it is the old football analogy. Uh, adage, sorry, uh, a game of two halves. If Whitaker can survive that first two three rounds, yeah. then. Uh, it's more in his part. That's that yeah. fourth and fifth. I can actually see him finishing it because Sousa gasses. Yes, he and does. And gas is bad. Well, he's a big um, dude. And that, when you're he's that, that sorry, big, Romero, they don't like
1: to go the full distance. Absolutely. He's got a lot
2: of muscle to yeah. fuel. Uh, but I think Romero is so down. You see what he did to Sousa in that first round. It's it was, It's a
1: fight where you, you need to be watching a whole time yeah because anything could happen in a yep. fight like this um, which is what makes it so exciting uh, so yeah I can't cannot wait to see that one. I hope Whitaker does it but I think it's a great matchup. Ah oh,
2: stunning great great I mean 213 is a nuts card as yeah, well you've got the main event Shevchenko yep. versus uh, uh Nunes and that is the rematch how do you think that
1: going I I see Shevchenko doing it.
2: I, I see it I take it I mean yeah. I I, f- I yeah. think a
1: new champion's gonna be
2: crowned. New champ, I think it's gonna be down to cardio. Shevchenko is tough as nails. she, she comes from that Muay Thai background. Her sister's the jungle fights champion a Muay Thai champion, uh, she is uh, real deal. A, a, the real deal, and t- that's
1: nothing. to Take anything away from Nunes. She's an amazing fighter as well. But if you look at her last couple of fights of Shevchenko, what she's done with been like Holly Holm yep. uh, and Jessica as well. She she's really on ascendancy.
2: N- Nunes is the hardest hitter in that division yeah. without a doubt. Uh, but I just think that Shevchenko's tough. And also very very skilled and technical, and I think she will get it into that fourth and fifth round. And Nunez is going to struggle with the gas tank. She's yeah, yeah. She's she's known for that. But Nunez is this one. that's so tight, mate. Yeah, it it's is. so tight. But yeah. um, I, I think we I will. I go have, for Shevchenko, new yeah, champ. Uh, she, new champ. But Shevchenko. should
1: be a great fight. Yeah, really but, good fight. Uh, other fights then on that card as well. What have we got? We've got.
2: Uh, we have got oh, that's Alistair over in rematch with Vadum That's uh, that's an exciting course, one. So they're coming back. Two big guys, two big guys, and this in a looks- very
1: strange division because you've got this very dominant champ now, yep. which hasn't happened for quite a while. Yeah. Um, with poor old Cain Velasquez getting so many injuries, which is a crying shame because that guy is one of the best heavyweights the UFC has, uh, has ever had. I would say it has had. However, with him not around at the moment, come back at some point. Steve Miocci is a great heavyweight champion, yeah. but he needs good... Who does he fight next?
2: Win of this? Well, we've got uh, Ngarni versus Santos f- as yeah. well coming up. That'll be later down, but this, this looks like it'll be the eliminator for who takes on Steve And does, doesn't it? And uh, uh, Vadum is looking just like a, a monster again. Uh, sorry, a, 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 an over him as well, physically. He's yep. looking again back in that sort of shape. Again, really exciting Ubering.
1: fight. Two big knockout artists, two super experienced fighters as well that have been around a long time. I actually think if you can get... Uh, Overeem being focused, I
2: think he can win this. Uh, he can, he's 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 become a clever fighter yeah. now. He's become. Have you had to change at, his game plan. Totally, a bit. it's not it's not sort of do, looking to dominate. You watched the Dos Santos one. Yeah. It was a. Dull fight until yep. uh, Overeem picked his moment, caught yep. him with a shot, uh, and he's done that with a lot of his fights recently. He's made the changes to his game plan yep.
1: and how he fights now He've, in a much smarter way.
2: Even the way, and he's tough to take down. Uh, yep. and even the way he sort of stands, he lets people. He's, he's a total counter puncher now, yeah, which is. is different from his early. And days. if you looked
1: at what Vadoom do when he got chinned, he got knocked out when he was charging forward. I'm yep. sure he's going to n- not behave like that. But I think that um, um, that uh, Overeem can win this.
2: Yeah, I think he can be savvy enough, but uh, Verdum, for me is a uh, is one of my favourite heavyweights. Yeah, still a legend. Yeah, still a legend in there. So it's one. It's, it's again. It's a pick, up. and this is such a good main card. Yeah, and it's kicked off with Pettis versus Jim Miller.
1: So you've got two guys who haven't been doing very well. Well, we are talking about all these other fighters that are in ascendancies, like uh, Whitaker and Shevchenko, you've got two guys, two brilliant fighters, but are off very tough.
2: What losses so, so no, the, Miller's don't could know,
1: be someone could be getting cut at the end. Well, of
2: this. Pettis is the one in the threat. But he's, he's looked quite he's,
1: lethargic compared to what he used to be.
2: He's returning to this weight class. This is this yeah. is the thing. So it's he made that drop down and he just wasn't himself. He got knocked out for the first time down uh, down a division and he's going up against Jim Miller now. It's just a tough fight for anybody. Yeah, Miller's last loss was Dustin Poirier. That was a decision loss. But before that, he's actually he was on a three-fight win streak. So Takanori Gomi, Joe Lozon, and Tiago uh, uh, Tiago Alves. Um, most two of those decisions and uh, yeah, his last three have gone to the decision so he's just a tough fight for Pettis to come back to this, this, Very this division uh, but a great fight to kick off a, a, a main really card. Good. If,
1: if Pettis can get his magic back, Pettis wins this and also there's something on the line now, Pettis loses this, he's
2: out. Pettis is, Pettis is in trouble I don't know if the UFC will cut him because of, of uh, Bellator scooping up oh, him. Uh, everybody yeah. that they can um, So it's but he's in. He's at a point where that, that getting even close to that top five is is yeah. drifting away from him.
1: I'm gonna to edge towards Pettis uh decision. But who knows, we'll see.
2: We will see. I, I'm actually gonna go Miller. I think yeah. that I think Pettis is Strong guy. I think he's got I think he's going through something. Yeah. Confidence is a massive thing we're fighting and I think he's struggling with that. And you're going up against Jim Miller, who you know what you're gonna get. You can predict what a Jim Miller fight is going to look like and it's gonna to be tough. It's probably gonna be bloody and uh and he's so well rounded that um he's I think he's gonna make it difficult for Pettis.
1: Awesome. Um, okay, so that's the main what's the main ones, isn't
2: it? That's it. That's the main ones for the for that, that card. We've got some undercard stuff, but we'll leave it at that for, for the main card
1: all right that is the end of today's show if you enjoyed it and uh you want to help the show out then please support us the easiest way to do that it'll take you less than a minute is to go and rate and review the show on itunes it's a big deal for us uh it really helps the show out and more importantly it helps us grow something here long term so rate it review it put your name on there as well so we can thank you as well and if you've got any questions uh you can email them for next week's show oc at ultimate couch you can find us on instagram as well at uh, ultimate couch Fans. look at us. Instagram now. Email. It's like your own little start-up business. Normally, I have people that do this for me. Oh, of course I you do, do
2: mate. Of course you do. I've, I've had
1: to write down <laughs> passwords, Brian. I've
2: had to write down passwords. It's not right, and that's remembering them. That's the yeah. difficult thing. Yeah, there exactly. we go. Yeah,
1: exactly. Alright, thank you very much for listening to the show. We're back next week. Us!